Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome to another podcast of Loving the Christ Life with Warren Litzman as we go back through the archives of some of the wonderful material that Warren left behind, and it's still so relevant today. We're in the book of Ephesians now. It's been going very, very well, and we're anxious to get right back into it. So here's Warren. Greetings, dear friends. It's broadcast time again, a broadcast of the glorious and wonderful message of Christ and Him crucified. I'm so glad you tuned in today, and I hope you have somebody else tuning in with you, because we have things to say that can make a great difference in the way you look at the plan of God and the way God looks at you. We're talking from the third chapter of Ephesians this week, and I trust that the Lord just opens up this chapter to you in such a way because it's such a powerful, wonderful, wonderful message. In our last broadcast, I talked to you about the first verse of this third chapter, which says, For this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles. That's what I didn't get to in Yesterday's broadcast, but I want to talk to you about those words, for you Gentiles. Because you see, that's wholly important. There never had been a gospel for the Gentiles. Nowhere in the Bible had God ever designated, this message is just to the Gentiles. This message is to let Gentiles get saved and be a part of the plan. Nowhere was such a thing. That only happened because of the cross. The cross made it possible that a group of people who had never been centered in God's plan, had never been offered the grace of God, would now be offered that grace. And that's why this particular third chapter of Ephesians is so important because it offers to the Gentiles what they never had before. Now, who are the Gentiles living in this world? I've always said there are only three groups of people in the whole world. There is the Jew, there is the Gentile, and there is the new race, the eternal race. Those that, if any man has accepted Jesus, he has become a new race of people. That race is the born again. So there are only three groups of people in the whole of the world. The Jew has had over 4,000 years of Bible teaching. Whether he accepted it or not, it's between him and God. But a gospel happened when Christ died on the cross that was different. A new and more vibrant, powerful gospel took place. And that took place because of God's grace that all men may come to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. That all men might come to this knowledge and this understanding of who they are in Christ. I'm asking you to go with me into this third chapter and see the wonderful things that have happened to Gentiles. For you Gentiles are the last words in this first verse of Ephesians 3. I want you to understand that a new, thrilling, different gospel has taken place. It's not something that God has dished up out of the past and made a few changes in it and giving it to the Gentiles. No, sir. A new and thrilling gospel has been given to the Gentiles. Nothing that was given to the Gentiles was taken out of Israel. 
Nothing was taken even out of the ministry of Jesus of Nazareth, primarily. So many things Paul would relate to us about our wonderful Lord and his tenure time on this earth as Jesus of Nazareth. But what would happen is that Jesus would give to Paul a whole new and different gospel. As I've said many times before on this broadcast, one of the most irritating things to me and to most Bible students who have picked up the message that belongs to the Gentiles is the fact that there are many different messages in the Bible to many different groups of people at many different periods of time. No two of them have ever been successfully pulled out of the past generation or the past dispensation. There's always a new gospel with God opening up the minds of human beings that they might see who and what they are in Christ. That's what I want to do on this broadcast is to help you see who and what you are in Christ. So the gospel that goes to the Gentiles came from the Apostle Paul. Nobody else in this book had that message. Nobody else in the Bible taught that message. Not even Peter taught that message, the leading preacher of that day. No, sir. It was a new man raised up. It was I, Paul, who had been raised up to preach to this generation of people called Gentiles. So the Gentiles have a special gospel. They have the final gospel. They have the final work that Jesus did on the cross as their foundation, as their truth, as their life. And so I'm talking to you about the Gentiles and the gospel that belongs to them. You see, all people living in this world who are not Jewish by birth and Jewish as the Bible declares, a Jew is, all people aside from that are Gentiles. Every race, every color, every tribe, every group of people on the face of this earth fit into being a Gentile if they're not Jewish. We're in the book of Ephesians with Warren Litzman from our archives, and we'll be back in just a moment. First, we'd like to invite you to go to our website, the Christ Life Fellowship website. That's located at www.christ-life.org. When you get there, look around, see what we're all about, read about Warren and Robbie Litzman, and also visit the store. You're going to find wonderful materials like what you're hearing today. You're going to find some wonderful books written by Warren, some wonderful teachings on audio by him. Again, that's our website. Check it out, www.christ-life.org. Now, back to Warren. Now, the Gentiles have been offered a new and a thrilling gospel. And we're ready to look into the second verse of this third chapter of Ephesians. you have a Bible, follow me along. Don't take my word on anything. If I have not established it in the Scriptures, then wait, I will in time. But I try to do it as I read these verses. I try to establish the ones who listen to me right in these Scriptures as they are. And so we're at verse 2 of Ephesians 3, which says, If you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God which is given me to you. Now that's one of the most precious truths that any mortal has ever mentioned. Paul, who wrote it here, the most unusual truth 
that comes out of a human being is in this second verse of Ephesians, Ephesians 3. He says, if you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God. Let's talk about that on the broadcast today. If you've heard. Have you heard that? Have you heard of the gospel that belongs to this dispensation? What is a dispensation? It's a God period of time. A God period of time in which he is attempting to accomplish what fits into his eternal plan. That's the glory of God, as I said in yesterday's broadcast. The glory of God is the eternal plan of God, and this second verse relates to that period of time. He says, very importantly, if you have heard of the dispensation. Let me stop right there. Have you heard it? Have you heard of this dispensation we're living in? Have you heard of this period of time that it distinctly is given to the Apostle Paul to bring to us this gospel of a crucified Christ, this gospel of an eternal Christ living in human beings? Do you get it? What am I doing? I am stressing this all-important part that you need to hear of this dispensation. He called it a dispensation of grace. That's what it is. It's not the dispensation of the law. It's not the dispensation of human governments out of the Old Testament. It's not the dispensation of conscience. It's not the dispensation of innocence. It is not the dispensation of Abraham. It is the dispensation of the grace of God. Of the grace of God. Oh, how important that line is. What is the key to this dispensation? The grace of God. What is the important factor in this dispensation above all other factors? It is the grace of God. It is not law. It is not us coming to God under a special plan as Abraham did. And as many way back in the dispensation of conscience. It's not as Adam and Eve and the dispensation they lived in. It is a new and fresh dispensation where God, for the last time, listen to me now, this dispensation of grace is where God, for the last time, will manifest himself in the remarkable grace that is his key. Key to everything. Understanding to everything is locked in this word grace of God. Old Testament mentions grace almost a hundred times, but it translates mercy. And there's a great difference between mercy and grace. In this dispensation, it isn't the mercy of God. It's the grace of God, the unlimited power of God given to human beings that they might come to be the children of God, birth children of God. That's what this dispensation is all about. And you know what? The average Christian has been denied the truth of this dispensation. This dispensation of grace began at the cross. It began with the giving of the life of Christ to humanity to be their life. It began with God offering up his only begotten son that whosoever, doesn't matter whether Jew, didn't matter whether they were Gentile, didn't matter who they were, this gospel would be for them. 
And so he said, if you've heard of the dispensation of grace, I have to tell you that in my years of preaching and teaching, this has been the most misused truth in Christianity. The average believer doesn't even know what a dispensation is. The average believer doesn't even understand what God is doing in this dispensation of time. They consequently do not understand grace. I come to certain figures many years ago, and I keep quoting those same figures. I don't say that God gave these to me. But from my understanding of life and understanding of people, 90% of people who have been born again do not understand the dispensation they're living in. If they did, they'd all get out of They'd all get out of these law churches and get away from these law preachers and get away from the part of the Bible that is dictating law to them and come into the understanding of grace. Why? Notice what this verse says. If you heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, I'm saying that at least 90% of born-again Christians know little about the dispensation of grace. It's not much preached. It's talked about. There's not anybody that talks about salvation that they don't say the little verse Paul gives us, by grace are you saved, and not of works. Everybody quotes that, but they continue in their works. They continue doing the very same thing that is in the Old Testament, the very same things that are talked to us by Jesus of Nazareth. They don't enter into grace at all. This is a new and fresh and glorious dispensation that belongs to those who have been born again. But you can see you can become born again and never step into grace. You'll never get the gospel of grace. My preacher friends, at least two or three of them, have told me the same thing. They said, I've got to preach a little bit of law because if I don't preach a little bit of law, the people will not adhere to what it is we're trying to do. Well, my answer to that simply is you shouldn't expect them to do what you're trying to do. You need to expect people to do what this Bible says, to do what it is God wants them to do, to do what it is Christ in them would like to do. But you see, we've been denied that gospel. That gospel is not known in our day. The gospel of grace is the most misused word in Christianity because people don't really know what grace is. And I'm sure I can't tell you in 15 minutes or so on this broadcast exactly what all grace is. But I'll try, and I'll point you to scriptures that will tell you. And if you open up your heart and your life to the Holy Spirit, you'll come to that knowledge of what the grace of God is. Well, I'll just look at the clock, and my time has sped very quickly today, and I've got more to say on this subject, and I'll be back tomorrow on this same second verse of Ephesians 3. Help me reach people, will you? Help me reach people who have never heard the gospel of grace. Help me reach those people who are locked into law, locked into law teaching like prisoners of men, that's what they are. Paul said he was a prisoner of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'd like to see the prisoners of men locked into religious dogma come to see Christ as their life. That's my message. That's my hope. Thanks for listening. Be back with us tomorrow.
We hope you've enjoyed today's broadcast. It's been great being in the book of Ephesians with Warren Litzman. And boy, nobody knows it better than him and communicate it to you. Don't forget that uh, the Christ Life Fellowship is offering group Bible study materials, including a set of terrific workbooks that cover the foundations of the Christ life. The first in the series is called The Joy of Knowing Who I Am, which is available in print and ebooks at the CLF store. Check it out, www.christ-life.org. Don't forget this podcast is available on most major podcast directories, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and more. Tell your friends all about it. We're here every week. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ life.